0: Hi, this is Terry. My sister Bridget and I are taking a few weeks between seasons to do research, interviews, and fundraising so we can come back in March with new episodes, perspectives, and information about depression and its management. So please listen to and learn from today's rebroadcast with a clinical psychologist whose straight but gentle talk can help us through the dark times.
1: healing conversations about mental illness. Today's guest is Dr. Robert Duff, otherwise known online as Duff the Psych. He's author of the Hardcore Self-Help series of books on depression and anxiety. He's also one of our board members.
0: They're delighted about that. Duff's books are for people who normally hate self-help books. He says there are plenty of huge, wordy, psychobabble workbooks out there. But for someone who's exhausted from putting on a good face every day and trying to push forward in life while screaming on the inside, he says the last thing you need is an intimidating book.
1: I agree with that. Today, he's agreed to share with us some of his techniques from his books, as well as those he uses in his private practice. And we'll start with one of our favorite metaphors from Robert.
2: I like to think of depression kind of as a parasite because it does all of the things to you that it needs to keep itself strong. Hmm. It saps your energy. So it makes you feel more lethargic, which makes you not do things, which makes you feel more guilty, which makes you feel more depressed. (laughs) And so it goes in a cycle and it builds itself up and up and up.
0: And it does that by breaking us down and down and down.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it saps our energy, or it it provides the conditions that it needs to to keep tricking us into thinking that we're not worth it, or that, um, you know, the thing with with depression is it often makes us think that we're weak. It, it makes us come to the this quote unquote realization mm-hmm. that oh, this whole time I thought I was actually an okay person, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be something that's really hard to deal with without some sort of outside intervention or without something to just really get you on the path of trying to make a difference for yourself.
0: Our favorite of Duff's techniques is for those of us who lose motivation, productivity, and any sense of pleasure when depressed. The technical goal of the exercise is behavioral activation. For those of you who know or prefer business talk, is essentially a cost-benefit analysis.
2: I have a little exercise where you think about activities that you used to enjoy doing, but you've stopped doing since you became depressed. And these could be little things like going for a walk or it could be things like, uh, you know, playing with their dog, coloring in a coloring book, watching a you know sunset. Any, it could be anything right. from small mm-hmm. to big. Big would be like going out to dinner with my parents. Mm-hmm.
1: The
0: second variable in the can I do this feeling the way I feel equation.
2: So maybe for me, going for a walk is like a three out of 10 for the amount of reward. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, going and, and uh, having a bottle of wine with my wife at a, at a place where we can get some cheese and meat, that's <laughs> like a, almost a nine, probably. <laughs> you know, it's like I love that. I hear you. However, the difference between those is the effort.
0: And that's the other variable, the one across the top of the grid, effort. How hard would it be, given your current condition, to perform the activity you enjoy?
2: So what I suggest doing for the first things that you're trying to activate yourself with is taking the difference between those values. So if I was very, very, very depressed, you know, driving 15 minutes downtown to go get that bottle of wine and cheese and everything would probably be like a seven or eight or nine, depending on the mm-hmm. day of mm-hmm. effort as well. So in that case, the the value for going out and getting that wine would be like a one or a zero because the effort almost completely washes out the the reward. But something smaller, like going for a walk with my dog, that doesn't take a lot of effort technically. So maybe it's like a three in terms of effort, but a five or a six in terms of reward because it's making me feel good for getting out in the air, getting some exercise, actually doing something. And so, you know, you have a three left over as the value.
0: So that's where you start with the easy wins, the biggest bang for your low
2: energy buck. Um, It can seem... Uh, sort of like uh, you're giving yourself fake praise sometimes because you're like, "Great, I walked the dog." Whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure, if you want to think of it as ridiculous, that's fine. But it's still true that these are things that you've stopped doing. Right. So yeah. once you start doing them, that ball starts rolling, and you get a little bit more energy, a little bit more motivation. And eventually, as you reconnect, as you start to activate yourself behaviorally, you'll have a little bit more energy sort of resource to, to pull from that you can use on those things that are a little bit more draining that maybe don't give you the same impact like mm-hmm. doing your laundry or, you know, finishing a report or something like that. But the idea is to kind of get the ball rolling and just get yourself used to doing things.
0: It reminds me a little of Ben's advice in last week's podcast, Offering and Asking for Support when he suggested making a game plan to deal with your or a friend's depression when you're not experiencing it. This is that same kind of simple, makes perfect sense, yet I never thought of it,
2: genius. Because in your brain, you do have a difference when you are depressed, especially that form of depression where, you know, normally the sort of neurotransmitters, which are kind of the chemicals in your brain that that give you the signals to do things or to feel things, um, they don't function normally. You have less of the ones that make you feel happy and feel motivated. So you're trying to kind of beat your brain into submission and say, hey, we're going to keep doing things until you start feeling motivated again. And it does work. It just takes some consistency, which is why you know therapy is so popular, which is why groups and self-help resources are so popular, because it's hard to do it sometimes on your own, but it is totally mm-hmm. possible. I
0: love that. Thank you. There's also a mindfulness exercise Duff says he recommends to about 90% of his patients with great results. Since in addition to activating ourselves during depression, many of us also need a little help combating negative thought patterns. Really negative thought patterns.
2: It's it's about building tolerance. It's about coexisting with your thoughts without them derailing you, which... Honestly, should sound attractive to most people mm-hmm. with depression because most of the time depression's is jumping and saying, oh, nope, sorry, you can't do that. Oh, hey, you're dumb. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, actually, you know, you don't have any energy. Oh, hey, you're an idiot. <laughs> and it would be really nice to be able to, to not let that throw you off so much.
0: Yeah, thoughts like that and a lot worse. But instead of believing them or fighting them, which Duff says can just make them bigger, you'll learn to notice and dismiss them. Treat them more like an interruption than a damning
2: truth. So the exercise that I give people is just very, very simple. You sit there, uh, you focus on your breath and you just breathe normally and notice somewhere in your body that you can feel that breath. And it can be different every day. Um, You can feel it in your nose uh, or in your chest, in your belly, wherever you feel that physical sensation of the breath. And you just focus on that. You sit there and you focus all of your attention on that. Now, as a normal human, you're going to get distracted in like 30 seconds or less, and that's exactly what's supposed to happen. So, when you have a thought like "Oh, um, forgot if I turn off the stove," or "I should be working on this," you know, report, or uh, "Why am I doing this? This is stupid." Whatever, you instead of pushing that away, give yourself a chance to shift your attention over to that. I like to think of it as like a spotlight. You turn the spotlight over onto that thing that you're that that's intruding. You say, "Okay." what are you? Mm -hmm. You think about it for a second, give it a moment of acknowledgement. Again, without judging yourself, without saying that's a bad thought, that's a good thought. Just say, okay, that's a thought. And then give yourself permission to switch that spotlight back over to the thing you were focusing on, which was the sensation of your breath. Mm -hmm. And then you know, as you're doing this, say you're doing it for 10 minutes, this is going to happen, at least when you're getting started, it's going to happen numerous times where you have that distraction. And instead of beating yourself up for that, I encourage people to Uh, be happy every time that happens because basically they're giving themselves a lot of different opportunities to practice that attention shift.
0: Duff says he does it when his coffee's brewing in the morning. And with regular practice, you not only learn to better deal with depression's insidious interruptions, but regular ones as well.
2: Those things are going to throw you off less because you're more able to just quickly shake hands with them and then go back to what what you're thinking about.
0: Good. Nice. In closing, Duff said he encourages people who are depressed to practice self-awareness. He says oftentimes with depression, we do things that are satisfying but not actually helpful. He gave the example of watching Netflix for 13 hours straight. It could also be drinking or eating too much or a lot of other things.
2: And if you're unable to pull yourself out of that, then maybe you need to enlist some help. Um, it's not easy. None of this is, I wouldn't say like your fault. Yes, it's you that's doing it, but it's in the context of this depression and it's the context of this parasite that's trying to get you to do these things. So, you know, you really got to be easy on yourself. Give yourself some grace. But also give yourself permission to do something about it and there's a lot of different forms of quote doing something about it whether that's you know investing a little bit in self-help resources and trying it on your own whether that's enlisting the help of a friend and giving yourself permission not to feel guilty about that getting professional treatment from a counselor or a therapist or a doctor um, medication is always something that's there as well for people that Um, You know, the way I see medication is not to solve the problems because it doesn't, but it does help you ease up on the symptoms a bit so that you can solve the problems on your own or through therapy. So that's another option. And just be open to the different options that are there and never feel stupid or dumb for having to use them. Depression is different for everybody. You know, try to do what works for you. If it's not working, stop doing it. Try something different. If it is working, then amplify that and, and keep that going.
0: Thank you. I greatly appreciate your time and I think it will help people to hear this. And I just love your book. Any book that starts with depression fucking sucks, you you, you got me right from the, you know, you had me at hello.
2: Awesome. That's that's the idea. I appreciate that. I like the feedback.
1: Wow. There's so much in there. Um, For me, that idea of treating the negative thoughts as they come up as interruptions is sort of my practice, I, I love that he uses the metaphor of a spotlight because that's exactly how my brain identifies with it too and shifting your attention from you know where that spotlight is back to something that feels better or healthier and that it does take consistency it is a practice um, but it is something you can do
0: yeah and that's that, yeah, absolutely
1: I, I can do that alone by myself without spending money or a lot of time or any energy and it's effective it's not Intuitive all the time. It's it's a practice, but it's definitely effective.
0: Right, as would be I think the other exercise to just sort of do things that are pleasing again. Yeah, that bring a little joy. Yep.
1: He also I I love that word grace. Yeah. He said it's sort of that combination or stew or brew of offering oneself some grace and some permission at the same time to do something about it. Mm -hmm. There's a way to take action and be engaged in your own process and trying to shift your energy. But there's also compassion and love and grace at the same time.
0: Absolutely, because it can be a fine line between just surrendering to it and and not accomplishing anything positive or just thinking, you know, I can soldier through this and, and neither of
1: those is especially healthy. Right. And for me, they can be, you know... Practically welded together, you know, one nanosecond, I've got one of those voices going (laughs) and then the next, you know, it's the other and I love just that word grace makes me go, (sighs) you know, it is okay, I am okay, and I can do something about it.
0: You are so much more than okay. Hmm. Well, thanks to Dr. Duff and uh, delighted to have him on our board. Yes. There are lots more exercises and techniques in his books, of course, and we will link to them.
1: And they're available on Amazon? Yep. Okay, great. We hope that our podcasts bring about a little more understanding or help people articulate their experience of depression a little more. And thanks to each and every person who's digging deep and finding the words and finding the courage. To Give Voice to Depression.
0: And you can find our podcasts on our website, givingvoicetodepression.com, as well as on iTunes, where we hope you will subscribe, rate, and respectfully comment. And please
1: remember, if you're hurting, speak up. If someone else is hurting, listen up.